Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's join Rev. Andrew Green as he shares on part 4 of the topic, Arise and Travail. Now let's look on Genesis 2, verses 18 to 25. Then the Lord God said, It's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is right for him. And the Lord God formed all the wild animals and all the birds of the ground. Then he brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever man called each of the creatures became its name. So the man named all the domestic animals, all the birds, all the wild animals, but the man found no helper which was right for him. That's why now God shifted his hands to the next level because he realized that man is wise because man carried the wisdom of God. Now the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon the first Adam. The very same thing happened to Jesus. He caused a deep sleep to fall upon Jesus, but he slept for three days and three nights. See the parallel. So while Jesus was sleeping for three days and three nights, the Bible didn't say how long that the Lord allowed Adam to sleep, but he went off to sleep just the same. And he pulled out of Adam the rib and created a woman and presented that woman to Adam. The same thing happened with Jesus. While Jesus was preparing to come out of the earth, the Lord now pulled out of Jesus the church of the living God. He had already made a declaration in the book of Matthew. That upon the rock, which is the love of God, I'm going to build a church and the gates of hell cannot and will not prevail against it. So the Lord now manifested and caused the church to be presented. Genesis 2.21 tells us, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept. And he took one of the ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. The word makes itself clear. Also in Genesis 2.22, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made a woman and brought her unto the man, okay, and presented. When Christ manifested in the earth, the church was presented. The church was presented. After he ascended, the Holy Spirit came and ignited and activated the church. The church has been manifesting from that time. Matthew 16, 13 to 19 tells us, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he said to his disciples, Who do men say that I am? Or who do, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They answered, Some say that you are John the Baptist, the baptizer, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, and one of the prophets. Then he said, But who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed. No human revealed this to you, but the Father who is in heaven revealed it to you. You are Peter, and I can guarantee that on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. Verse 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom, whatever you imprison, as my church, God will imprison. And whatever you set free, as my church, God will set free. So the word makes itself clear that out of Jesus was pulled the church. The same thing that happened in the garden, God also manifested uh, regarding the church. 
and his son, Jesus Christ. Let's now look on the prophetic act of God pulling the church out of Christ and the, the body of believers committing themselves immediately to the process. The body of Christ committed themselves immediately to the process of conceiving and carrying godly children. That means the church now got a spiritual womb. So we are expected to bring forth spiritual uh, children into the earth. As we conceive, we are conceived through the word. We conceive through the word. It's a working of the Holy Spirit. In our spirit uh, as a church, corporately, we can conceive. We see prostitutes and they, that they can be reborn. We see homosexuals and they can be reborn. We see all the persons who are sinners and Holy Spirit of God can get them into the church. Now, we also realize that the church has also the capacity to give birth to godly children. There's a problem today where we have bastard children being manifested in the church, spiritually that is. Why? We have been mingling ourselves with the affairs of the world. So the church has been having an affair with the world. That means we're in an adulterous relationship. We are in love with the Lord, but we are still in love with the world. And that's why the Lord had a problem with Israel. And that's why they backslid and went away from him. We should learn and we can learn from Israel to make sure that this don't happen to us. So once the labor pain process begins, it cannot be put off to a convenient season. The church must constantly be arising and traveling. Now, we need to take note of the hand of the midwife, the Egyptian midwife in this case. The hand of the Egyptian midwife, it is corrupted. That is why the Lord allow the Hebrew women to push those children out quickly before the Egyptian midwife could come. Remember, they were highly skilled in witchcraft. Today, we have the relationship with occultic groups. Occultic groups have been working alongside us in churches. They have been taking charge of our prayer meeting, and their hands are dirty. Their hands are corrupted. The Bible tells us about the hands. Who will ascend into the hills of the Lord? Those with pure hands. So the Egyptian midwife must not be a part of the process in terms of birthing persons into the kingdom. A breach position shows the mother suffering from being overtired and not being able to labor for any long period. So the children that we are having today, and that's why churches are dying. Because what they are carrying in their womb is in a breach position. And because it's in a breach position, death, death, church are dying. A woman that carries a breach child is the mercy of God that caused that child, whether they work or do a quick C-section or something to get that child out. But if they are not on time, that woman is going to die and the baby is going to die. The law still stays the same in the spirit realm for churches. Churches are dying because the children are turned the wrong way. So you have two things to look for. The midwives... Their hands and the intercessors here represents a midwife. What is our hands like? And secondly, how healthy is the womb? How healthy is the womb? So the child can be in the right position, but something shifts the child at the last minute and cause the breach. So we want to make sure that we are at top of our game. Isaiah 37 verse 3 says, And they said to him, We are like a woman who is about to give birth, but does not have the strength or the joy to do so. We don't have the strength. David said regarding strength, restore to me the joy of my salvation. So the joy of the Lord gives us strength to push. The joy of the Lord gives us strength to push. But most intercessors today want to be happy. 
Happiness don't give you strength to push. It's a joy that gives you the opportunity to push out persons who are in prostitution. Push out persons who are dabbling in all form of sin that they will be truly born again into the kingdom of God. Again, we realize with the move of God and the church in a healthy relationship with the Lord, we are now able to raise up God-like children. That was God's intention through Adam and Eve, to raise up God-like children. The church must raise up God-like children today likewise. God's in instituted the bond of the marriage covenant. The marriage covenant is different from a marital contract. The contract, when one signs a marital contract versus a covenant, is saying, I don't trust you, right? And because I don't trust you, in the event that you breach any of these clauses, I'm cutting, I'm going. We see from the covenant, God doesn't change irrespective of what. The covenant is still in force. If we need to forgive, we forgive and we will move on. We also realize any church model, and this is very, very important for us as we arise to the occasion, any church model which promotes any form of alternative lifestyle is an abomination in the eyes of God. Any church model that promotes any form of alternative lifestyle is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. That means we are bringing a strange gospel. We are bringing a strange gospel. Let's hear what Romans 1, 24 to 28 have to say to us. For this reason, God allowed their lust to control them. As a result... They dishonor their bodies with sexual perversion with each other. Verse 25 tells us, these people have exchanged God's truth for a lie. So they have become ungodly and they serve what is created rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26 tells us, for this reason, God allowed their shameful passion to control them. Their women have exchanged natural sexual relationship for a natural one. Verse 27, likewise, their men have given up natural sexual relationship with women and burn with lust for each other. Men committing indecent acts with men, so they experience among themselves the punishment they deserve for their perversion. Verse 28, and because they thought it was worthless, to acknowledge God, they allow their own immoral minds to control them. So these, these are the indecent things that the church that promotes alternative lifestyle will do. All of this goes against the nature of God. The word tells us in the book of John, God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. As intercessors, we should not have any form of pervertedness. In the book of, uh, in the, the scriptures, it tells us that the glory of the uncorruptible God abides on the inside of us, especially when we come together corporately. If we have any form of perversion, even though the scripture promised that one will chase a thousand, two will put ten thousand to fly, it compromises the integrity, as we read earlier in Matthew, to command spirits to be bound that men will be free. We can't do that because we need that harmony. What we fail to realize when a church member takes the right and a fellowship and then start to manifest a compromised lifestyle, it causes the integrity of the church to be breached. And then it causes the church to be brought into bondage because we've now become bound by association. So the word makes itself clear in this regard. So we are commanded to arise and travail. Adam falls signal uh, the fall of all of creation. Creation did not sin, but because of it's subjected to the result of sin, which is death. 
it manifests the way it's manifesting and it's groaning and travailing. God passed a sentence because of Adam's fall and Satan's rebellion. God has given us hope in Jesus Christ to rectify all things. To rectify all things. The word of God reminds us that the earth groans and it travails. That the sons and daughters of God will manifest to destroy the works of the devil. We have the capacity to manifest like the three men who represent three groupings in the church. To manifest that the works of darkness will be totally rid of. Are you at the place as the man or the woman to respond, to intercede for the land, that we can purchase the land? The blood still speaks. The blood that is speaking today is not Cain's blood anymore, but the blood of Jesus. It still speaks that it can redeem. It can reconcile. It can justify. We realize also that there's another group of men that the Lord is looking for as intercessors. That's the fivefold gift, the ascension gift. This gift is very important in plowing the land because once these five gifts are compatible and start to move together in harmony, none trying to outdo the other, it causes us now to see the land being purchased and being plowed. And once the land being plowed, then we will get rid of all the hardness, we will get rid of the thorns, we will get rid of the stone, and we see the fertility of the heart of men. No community is hard. No community is hard. Biblical concept tells us this, but understanding it and manifesting it. Then the third person, are you at the place to be committed and to be intimate with the land? How committed are we as intercessors? Arise and travail. Arise and travail. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International and our kind sponsors. AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy, and Remler Productions. The time for intercession is now, is inviting interested persons to be a part of our live studio audience every first Friday at our office at Shop 12 Block A, AJ's Complex 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594, or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us on another edition of The Time for Intercession is Now.